We got a question in about the Pembok Guide 6th edition and 7th edition and I want to address this in more detail because the question often comes up, why do I even need to bother about the 6th edition? Well, even if you don't bother about the 6th edition, you do need to be aware that there is another publication that the PMI recently came out with which is called Process Groups of Practice Guide and it has all the stuff that's in the 6th edition, just put in a different format and tackled by Process Group. So that information in the 6th is still relevant. The 7th edition of the Project Management Body of Knowledge Guide symbolizes a noteworthy pivot, for lack of a better word, in the sphere of project management. It embraces agnosticism in project management, a universally applicable approach. It significantly emphasizes the role of interpersonal skills, the 12 principles, and soft skills in project management. Now, people play a key role in projects. That's true. And this is emphasized in the seventh edition a lot more. This edition is strongly influenced by agile, agile concepts, agile practices, and these subtle details from the world of Agile, that mirrors the escalating prominence of Agile. Even though the book doesn't mention Agile explicitly, it embeds a lot of Agile think and a lot of Agile posture. But despite the introduction of these new perspectives to the 7th edition, the 6th edition remains a pertinent resource for the exam because of its comprehensive focus on the predictive or traditional project management sphere. And that's why PMI came out with Process Groups a Practice Guide. So the sixth edition lays a solid foundation for understanding conventional project management practices and methodologies, if you will. To reconcile the changes between the two editions and merge the traditional and agile approaches, the PMI released Process Groups a Practice Guide. And this serves as a compass for those practitioners helping them traverse the complexities of project management from either the extreme world of traditional all the way to the extreme world of agile. It's important to note that a robust understanding of traditional project management defined in the five process groups, the 10 knowledge areas, the 49 processes is still crucial on your exam. Even though the PMP exam is based on the PMP exam content outline, the holistic understanding is key to allowing professionals, remember it's project management professional, is going to help you as a professional grasp the broader context of project management and it's going to empower you as a PMP to appropriately apply the principles and practices to different scenarios you encounter in your world of project management, different perspectives to requirements and requests. So in order to gain a comprehensive understanding of the evolving dynamics of project management, I strongly encourage you to get a good grasp of the sixth edition overarching concepts. I've got a couple of videos out there. They're only about 30 minutes, 40 minutes to watch, but it will ground you, right? And I have videos about the seventh edition. So I encourage you to watch both. I also encourage you to go into the Agile Practice Guide and its valuable content. And this will facilitate an expanded knowledge base that provides enormous value, enabling you as a professional to adeptly navigate through both predictive and Agile project management realms. Invest in time and effort in understanding these 
books, these resources, is going to help you as a practitioner to shape a balanced and versatile skill set that goes beyond the constraints of a single edition like the seventh or the sixth. So you got to have these three perspectives. Understand the sixth, understand the process groups, the knowledge areas, and the processes. Understand the seventh, the 12 principles, and the overarching domains talked about, eight domains, and this will definitely boost your abilities in the field of project management and contribute to success and how you help others to understand project management, okay? Now, to make it extremely clear, the principles in the seventh edition are as follows. Be a good steward, get the team to synergize, collaborate with stakeholders, make sure you're thinking of value, think systemically, be a leader, tailor the processes and the tools and techniques and the inputs and the methods and the models and the artifacts to your project. Think about quality. Think about navigating complexity by breaking things down to be more agile. Think about risk and optimize your risk response. Be adaptable and resilient. Have that stay in power by tackling things in an adaptive fashion and be mindful of change. That is the 12 principles in a nutshell. So that's it for the 12 principles. Let's cover the practices at a very high level as well. The practices are as follows. Stakeholder, team, development approach and life cycle, planning, project work, delivery, measurement, and uncertainty. Let's talk about these. Stakeholder is all about identifying the stakeholder and engaging the stakeholder and managing their interests. Team is all about being sensitive to the team as an organism and making sure that the team is well catered to and making sure that you as a servant leader are being mindful of team dynamics. The next one is development approach and life cycle. And this is all about determining the appropriate development approach predictive, adaptive, or hybrid for the project. The next is planning. Planning organizes, elaborates, and coordinates work throughout the project. It takes place upfront and throughout the project. The next one is the project work performance domain, and it's associated with establishing the processes and performing the work to enable the project team to deliver the expected value and outcomes. Project work includes communication, engagement, managing physical resources, procurement, and other work to keep project operations running smoothly. Now, that sounds like an oxymoron, but that's the language that PMI use. And when they say project operations, it just means to keep the project daily or regular movement going smoothly. The whole idea about communication, that's the lifeblood of a project. There has to be communication. There has to be engagement. So when we say project work, we're talking about things that keep the project moving. Then we have delivery as a performance domain, and that is delivering whatever product, service, or result, bearing in mind whatever that cadence needs to look like. We have the measurement performance domain, being aware of the right KPIs, making sure that you're measuring the right stuff, not having vanity metrics as part of the KPIs, but making sure whatever you use is indeed a solid, reliable metric. And then we have the uncertainty domain, and uncertainty really boils down to risk. 
Uncertainty that matters on a project is risk. And this is being aware of uncertainty in the broad sense. The state of not knowing or unpredictability is what we call uncertainty. And there are many nuances to uncertainty. There's risk associated with not knowing future events, ambiguity associated with not being aware of current or future conditions. There's complexity associated with dynamic systems with unpredictable outcomes and so on. So those are the eight domains. It makes you see project management through a different lens, which is why I recommend understanding these at a sufficient level. I'm going to endeavor to put some links below to these two publications that are free. They're just PDFs of about nine to 12 pages each. Download those, take a look at those, understand the context, it will help you, all right? If you've got any more questions, do let me know, but I hope this gives you greater insights and ideas to hit the ground running on your PMP prep. Thank you very much and bye for now.